You might have uh, seen this on uh, your TV this past weekend. Uh, claims by financial investigating consultant Emerald Fenzel that black homeowners are being discriminated by South African banks. He'll break it down next. Last year, the Banking Services Ombudsman uh, published results from 2017 showing the most complaints about banks. According to the report, the number of cases opened in 2017 was 7,056, compared to just 5,219 in 2016. Considering the size of the market, it's unsurprising that the bulk of all complaints were received from the big five retail banks. Standard Bank, which currently has the largest number of retail clients in the country, also had the most complaints. This was followed by FNB, NetBank, Capitec and APSA. African Bank was the only other notable bank uh, to have complaints passed on to the Ombud, with 156 complaints given, whilst Bidvest and Investec were the only other banks to have double-digit numbers. Of the cases that were opened, 6,394 were opened in 2017. Internet banking was the biggest complaint of the year, followed by ATM issues, credit card problems, and various financial categories. We're asking you on our Conflict Resolution Wednesday about you and banking. How did you choose the bank you went with? Is it because that's the checkbook you saw Mama and Papa using? (laughs) For instance, that's what it was for me. Yes. I got a Bob T. Yeah. Because my dad had an F&B check card. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. I went to, I think it was United Bank at the time, before it was APSA. Yes. Um, because that was the only bank my parents were using. But because of technological advancements, and I'm such a techie, and I'm always wanting things to... Okay, let me put it this way. I want as little human interaction as possible. Yes. I went to F&B. Yeah, because they offer... I mean, the, the, they've been innovating for years. Yes. The question also is, how do you resolve some of your fights with your bank? Have they led to you saying, okay, I'm leaving? And then you realize that the grass is green on the other side (laughs) because maybe there's more poo on the other side. (laughs) Please welcome financial investigating consultant, Emerald Fanzel. Good morning, sir. Thank you for joining us. Good morning and good morning to all the listeners. What exactly does a financial... uh, What do you do, a financial investigating consultant? Well, I've been for 25 years, I've been investigating... Uh, banks. Uh, in that time, I stopped about 1,568 execution sales, and I recovered more than about 270 million rand on behalf of clients being overcharged with banks. Do you do this because it's good business for you, or do you do this because you're a crusader for the downtrodden? Hmm. Well, there's two points to it. It is my business for 25 years. I've been in, as expert witness in many, many, many cases, um, and uh, I am absolutely familiar with the Usury Act. I think at the moment there's only about two people in South Africa that is uh, uh, familiar with the Usury Act, um, and also the National Credit Act. Um, so yeah, that has been my my uh, my employment for. For 25 years. What is it about the Usury Act that makes it as tricky as it is? Well, the Usury Act is a criminal offence, um, and the Usury Act plays a big role in the discrimination of FNB uh, uh, with the Sambo bondholders. Um, for instance, they, the Usury Act determined that you cannot increase the interest rate if accounts are in arrears. Um, it also determined that you cannot increase the interest rate agreed upon in the instrument of debt. 
Um, this is familiar, this is also in the National Credit Act. Mm. But the the thing of the of the of the Usury Act is criminal, and offenders can be jailed. In the work that uh, you do, uh, uh, Mr. Fenzel, what are the most common cases that come across your table? Well, the most common that comes through is that banks increase interest rates to to for profitability. Yes. Um, they increase the interest rates on the clients that is in arrears. Um, the last four bonds, and I'm going to mention the financial institution's name. I re- the four last bonds I recalculated from Standard Bank, where they increased the rates. The overcharges were 96,000 rand, 149,000 rand, 260,000 rand, and 300,000 rand. Now, if I can relate to the last one, the, the person with the 300,000 rand, this is a black, black person. Um, he's under debt review. He earns 6,000 rand a month. Because he's in arrears, Standard Bank increased his rate from 9.2% to 18%. Is that legal? That is totally illegal. Uh, this guy can't even afford his, his installments at 9.2%. How is, he going to, how is he going to afford 18%? It's totally illegal. Who's but they, they just carry on because, as I said in front of the, uh, of the Human Rights Commission in 2007, when I delivered the speech uh, onto their investigation on evictions, I started my speech by saying, that consumer protection in South Africa has collapsed. I refer to this discrimination that, that's on the table now. I informed the Reserve Bank of this. The finance, the Standing Committee in Finance in the Parliament is aware of this. The Ombudsman is aware of this. Why they do you are, think they're wh- failing to act? Why do you think there is a failure to act, sir? The why do you think there is a failure to act? Well, I don't know. There's been a cover-up all the way, um, and 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 um, and the national credit uh, regulator is useless. You were on TV. Absolutely useless. You were on TV on Sunday talking about how black homeowners generally are discriminated by South African banks. How did you come to that conclusion? More so with the the Sambo uh, a book that was bought uh, over by uh, F&B Home Loans. Well, uh, the Sambo one I can just explain shortly. It started basically in 2001 when the legal clinic in the University of Stellenbosch Legal Clinic phoned me to investigate the client's Musambo mortgage loan. I investigated it and I found that his interest rate was increased with 3.75%. Mm. But because it was an internal policy of Sambo to increase rates when clients in arrears, I sort of said, well, this is probably this. It is, it's illegal. I stopped, 100, I stopped another 180, 179 Sambo execution sales on the same principle. Um, and, but I could not link this to discrimination. The, thing to, the third big turnaround point was after a program on carte blanche, the database of Sambo, when the bank collapsed in 2000 and 2002, the 9th of February, that was a database at that point in time. Mm. It was divided into two disks. The one disk was from uh, 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 home loans, Sambo home loans, 
and the other one was from Housing Finance FNB. Um, so I quickly looked at the database. There was 23,000 black low-cost housing, and there was about 60,000 high-cost housing. And I could see there's a, there's a difference between 3.25%. I then gave the information to Monroe Consulting Actuaries to investigate if, if race plays a role by determining the interest rate. And he found that I was correct. Um, FNB is now uh, uh, sort of arguing that the, the, the 23,000 black people are not all black. They're white as well. And I gave the information to a Professor Kuni Grunewald. He's a professor in, in sociology, a former professor in sociology at the University of Stellenbosch to investigate the information. And he found different. He said that all the clients are black. They're black employees. They receive a subsidy from the government, from, from the government, and they must earn a, a beneath a certain salary threshold. Uh, Emerald, please just hold your thought. We'll come back straight after this. Now we spoke to FNB Home Loans yesterday, and they say that they call balderdash, and that there's no truth in anything that you are asserting, sir. Well. Um I got the documentation to prove the latter. Um, I'm going to refer to the decreases in interest rates in the 1998-1999-2001. The first one happened. The first one happened in February, the first of February, 1999. And I'll write what's standing on the internal document uh, that was sent around the, the branch. Mm. The interest rate on all existing loans uh, decreases with one, from 1 February 1990 with 1%. If you go further in the docket, it says low-cost housing is excluded from this. Then on the 1st of February 2000, the interest rate decreases with another percent. They say all bonds decreases with 1%. Low-cost housing only decreased with 0.75%. Now, at this point in time, this is 1.2%, 1.25%. On the 18th of October, there's a decrease. There's not documentation sort of saying that low-cost housing were excluded, that the 1% in a lot of bonds were not, not uh, they didn't get the benefit of that decrease. Then there was a decrease on the 1st of June, 2001. And they say the following bonds gets decreased with the code. The code that is there is high-cost housing. Low-cost housing didn't get that 0.75%. And on the 11th of November, there was another decrease um, on, of 1%. And they said here, and I've got the docket right in front of me, Dated the 9th of the 10th, 2001, they said excluded from this. Um, um, it, no, no rate adjustment is required for the following housing finance bond products. That is low cost housing of Salvo Bank that was administrated by housing finance in FNB. And as I said previously, that FNB obtained the book of Sambo in February 1999. That is more proof that they are lying. 
Now, we, we have a tweet from Bonolo. Bonolo says, how does one establish if I'm being overcharged by my bank or not on my home loan? Where can I get information to fight for better rates? I, I try to provide a service that people send me their agreement and their statements, which I can, can uh, do uh, for them free of charge. But my, my computer is totally, my computer collapsed last night um, and I cannot take any more email addresses. So my suggestion to those people that, um, that want to see is go and see what interest rate you are paying. Um, your interest rate should not be more than about 11 to, to, to 12 percent for two five. That is about one to two percent about the basis rate. So if there's risk, you don't ask nine percent or ten percent. You ask one or two percent more. You be reasonable, mm-hmm. um, and they can get their their agreements from the bank. See what interest rate you agreed upon and look at the statement, the latest statement and see if that interest rate is exactly the same as the one that you agreed upon. If, 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 you, if, if it's not the same, then they fiddled with the interest rate. You either be in arrears or they increase your rate because of profitability. Tepo on Twitter says, is it possible that this is deeper than just home loans? I feel it's deeper, maybe even credit card rates, short-term loans and student loans. Well, I do not investigate credit cards and I do not investigate personal loans. Uh, I do investigate vehicle finance and I find a hell of a big error in motor finance. You, I've just done one on, on, on uh, uh, um, vehicle finance, MFC, okay. and I found 20,000 20, 20, rand after two years in the contract. Now, that is 20,000 rand will be at the end of the term will be about 50, forty to 50,000 rand because it, it accumulates with interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Standard Bank's vehicle finance is chaos, um, and, and, and West Bank are also found a big error. There is huge errors there, but now we're coming to the point. I've got a person, an uh, employer from West Bank that phoned me and said to me, and he's going to provide me with the documentation as soon as my computer is up and running again, we went to the internal policy of West Bank to tell their staff to ask black people a higher interest rate than whites. It's a, it's, it's a document. Now, if you're paying 27% on your vehicle, you're going to pay almost three times more interest if you were charged Sorry. Uh, okay, welcome back. No, I think uh, your line had cut a bit. I think in closing, is there an easy way to resolve this going forward? Because, you know, whether we love them or hate them, we need banking services. Well, I can tell you what happened after the, uh, the special assignment program. Yes. I've been in the quality court with three black complainants, and I financially sponsor that event. And how do people get a hold of you if uh, they need your consulting uh, services? Um, well, they can... Uh, Is there a website, an email? Are you on Twitter? I'm on the website, and I, uh, my website is helloemerald.com. Helloemerald.com. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time and for your insights. Thank you very much. Helloemerald.com. There was Pa Um Emerald Van Zale. It's 8.34. Apologies, we're late. Here are your news headlines and your sports update.